Hello, good people. Have you ever asked yourself this question? What is going on with me? There's something going on. I don't know what it is. Well, get your pen or your pencil and some paper ready. Today, you're going to find out what may be going on with you. Get ready, get ready. Hello, good people, and just welcome to my podcast, If Has Power. You know what? Um, On today, um, we are going to have a special guest, and her name is Angela Lee, and she's going to basically be talking to us about really how we eat, what we're taking in. You know, there's a lot of health issues that's going on in this world today, and Of course, we're dealing with at the time that you're listening at this, um, we're dealing with COVID. So a lot of things are um, basically, it depends on our immune system and everything like that. But what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna allow Angela Lee to talk to us about how we can be better. So I want you to get ready for this amazing woman. She's gonna tell you a little bit about herself and some of the things that we can possibly do. Angie, hi. Hello, how are you doing, Miss Cheryl? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm very excited about what you want to tell us because you know what? Um, as a matter of fact, I just got finished eating some fried chicken and I know you're going to tell us all about that, okay? So go ahead and just have your way, Angie, okay? Okay, hi everyone. Thank you again, Miss Cheryl, for giving me the opportunity to share your platform with you. Yeah, I'm uh, very excited to get the message out. Um, like I said, my name is Angela Lee. I go by the name of the detoxologist nurse. I have over 12 years experience in the emergency room doing travel nursing. I'm born and raised from um, Abbeville, South Carolina, a small population in South Carolina with a population of less than 5,000. But it took for me to do travel. And as I start traveling, my mind started getting expanded with the different things that I, what I was accustomed to from being raised up on a South Carolina farm. Uh, that was a way of life, you know, eating cattle, um, eating unhealthy, where I didn't realize it was unhealthy at the time. Um, I'm currently 45 years old and back upon when I turned 40, life was good and it was golden. I did not have any health issues. Um, I felt like I was at the prime of my life, but by the time God reconnected my husband and I, we was divorced for 10 years and God reunited us. And by that time, I'm turning like 41, 42. And he started noticing some changes in me. And when he started noticing some changes in me, we immediately thought it has to be menopause because I'm over the age of 40. And right. I felt like, in which I am writing a book um, that's discussing the journey after 40. Because nobody prepared me. Nobody told me, number one. I'm an African-American woman. Number two, I'm over the age of 40. What things are going to be happening to me? And again, because of where I was born and raised and the food that I was used to, it was contributing to my unhealthiness. And again, I didn't think I was unhealthy because that was the way of life for me. 
Right, right. But so by the time I um, ran a couple of tests and they told me, no, Angie, you're not going through menopause. And again, that was that is always rule number one. Don't just take people word for it just because you of a certain age, you right. a certain caliber in um, in your life. And they just mean, oh, you automatically have it. That's not true. Go to the doctor, go seek medical attention to let them do the regular head to toe physical because right. it's African Americans, especially men, they don't like going to the doctor. That's women, for sure. we, yeah. So women will go, but by the time us as women go, it things been exaggerated, and so we always we multitaskers. So we put a band aid and keep on going, and long as we still able to function, and I right. call us the functional remote controls because even though you lose the back to the remote control. What you do, put a piece of tape on it, you improvise, and you keep that long as that motor control work, we keep it moving. We keep it moving. We do. We do. We really do. I'm telling you. And one thing you mentioned there, Angie, is that um, when it comes to women starting, you know, 40, 41 to, you know, dealing with um, perimenopause and pit, we've been going through a whole lot of stuff. I mean, you know, and then with that and with all the other things in life, you know, so, you know, Basically, all the things that we do are very, very important. And I thank you for just kind of like telling us what we can do. And just so far, how you told us about where you then came from, you know? Yeah, I feel like in order for you to understand the journey, because I don't want people to think, oh, I just popped up, started talking about detoxification. It right. was a journey. And that is, you know, I felt like when it happened to me, how did this happen, number one? I was in denial. And if you haven't heard, it's, all, it's five stages of grief. And your first one is going to be denial. That's and right. the reason why you be in denial is somebody who gets a devastating diagnosis, whether it be cancer, um, whether it be, you know, something very traumatic in your life. Your first stage is that, of course, you're going to be in shock. And then you in denial, like, this can't really be true because I still was feeling, I still was able to operate. I still was right. able. And then you start play, playing in that Russian roulette, you know, like, this can't be, even though all the things are adding up. So number one, um, if you're having any types of symptoms, for me, I didn't realize those were symptoms. You know, I have been in healthcare for, you know, almost 20 years. So how did I miss those signs? How did I know that what was happening to me how could I not catch it? And I'm in this busy emergency room. I'm traveling all over the world from South Carolina to Columbia, I mean, California to Texas. How did I not meet these, you know, have these signs and symptoms that I had suppressed? Right. So I want to give people, um, I hope they have a checklist. I mean, taking notes at this time, because this is imperative that we look at ourselves and do a self-examination. And by Absolutely. doing the self-examination, being able to say, hey, you know what? I have been having those. If you having headaches, the headache, uh-oh, sorry. Oh, um, no problem. Okay, the headaches are coming from somewhere. They are not just, you know, don't just ignore it when you have a headache. Headaches could be coming from hunger. Headaches could be coming from a brain tumor. Headaches could be coming from high blood pressure. So the headaches are symptoms. Right. That when you start noticing yourself being chronically fatigued, you know, yeah, you might be, you know, doing a little extra too much and not getting your, your proper rest. But if you notice that, hey, I'm feeling burnt out and I ain't really did anything, right. you don't feel like you have no energy to, um, to go or to keep right. going. 
chronic fatigue is a symptom and it's coming from something that's in your body that's not going and i'm taking notes because i'm doing this off the top of my head because that was not my intentions to talk about so uh, no but but hey listen i we keeping it raw we keeping it real you understand (laughs) okay all right we need this we need this okay and then um number three a lot of women suffer from bleeding and what is related to fibroids and i'm saying my mom had fibroids so i didn't know the trace you know i didn't like i said these conversations wasn't in my household so i didn't know to be watching out um for fibroids and fibroids if anybody has had them they are a mass and they know into them they're not cancerous so it's like a, a abnormal growth of tumor but it can be in your stomach and can grow to look like you about six months pregnant. And that's what I had. I had um I had fibroids. And even with having fibroids, fibroids came with its own. I didn't know that by me eating red meat, the blood from the hamburger meat was feeding this tumor. That's how they able to grow from the blood. So when they get ready, I did have a UFE and they did an embolization on me. You have options, ladies. We don't have to rush to get a hysterectomy, even though I know a lot of people say, hey, um, even the doctors in my hometown, majority of the people in that South Carolina and that small area has had hysterectomies because that little um, Asian doctor, he rushed them have hysterectomies. Young ladies as, as young as in their early 30s, rushing to try to either have a family because hysterectomy was just the answer. But I started doing some research and then I realized that, hey, it's a um, campaign out that we wear white and it's a black organization that's helping women to wear white. Because, again, if you have fibroids, you're doing an enormous amount of losing blood. A lot of us become anemic, again, contributing to the tiredness. Losing oxygen, losing red blood cells, losing you to have being iron deficiency. So again, those things are symptoms that you didn't realize, hey, I didn't know I was anemia. But again, where is the root of the problem? The root of the problem coming from stimulating from the fibroids that I didn't know because I, at the time I was out in Texas and in Texas, everybody know, you know, majority of the Mexicans were eating um, hamburger meat tacos. And that's what I was eating majority of the time. So again, I just remember standing in the bed, couldn't get out in a whole day, days wasted because I just could not get myself up enough energy to go through my day. So a low performance, that's what chronic fatigue yeah. Angela, let, let me tell you something. Uh-huh. Now, um, this year I'll be 70, okay? Okay. But this is what I would like to tell you. I wish I had heard this podcast back when I was 50 because I would have stopped eating the red meat because I was feeding my fibroids. And back then, yeah, I didn't know nothing about the UFE. I didn't know nothing about these other things that you could possibly have. But, you know, because I was 50, I had had my children and everything, and I was tired. And you always are, basically, when I go someplace, I have to sit at the end of the, the you know, um, I'm always finding a way to get to the bathroom. You know, you stand up and it's like Niagara Falls. So yes. when you were saying that just now, it was like I was reliving. And the only the only solution at the time that I knew of, it was basically you have a hysterectomy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why knowledge is power. Yes. And I just thank you for 
just expressing that and everything because mm -hmm. this can save a lot a lot of women it really can yeah exactly and then even once we um you know once you do get the hysterectomy then you have to worry about hormone replacements and I just remember being young and my mom was just I just remember her being very snappy. Um, her mood had changed. She was just it, like everything irritated her. I seen the emotional breakdown. Around. And like I said, I wasn't even a nurse then, but I remember, remember I remember that? her acting that way. And I was like, oh my goodness, I never want to be like that. But now that I understand, you know, as a nurse and been in this profession a while, now I know that when they do a hysterectomy or doing a partial hysterectomy, they remove your ovaries ovaries secrete the hormones so if you're losing your estrogen you're losing your progesterone you're losing your testosterone um those those are hormones that you need to kind of keep you balanced and until you find you some supplemental replacement then you have that those are the reason why you're going through those emo, emotional roller coasters because you haven't got that balance so and that's and that's what i and you know what andrew that's what i had to do I did, I did do a little research because I did not want the hormone replacement. So I had taken a product called um, Revival Soy. That's what I had taken. So I didn't have any hormone, the hormone issues. So I was like, you know, Miss Sunshine. Of, you know, yes. My husband was happy that. For me, yes. you know, but everybody doesn't know about that, you know, so. And so that really yes. helped me, you know, mm -hmm. really did. But like I said, that's that's our option. Um, I have a but I have a, a spa here in Duluth, Georgia, that I specialize in. Um, even when I'm talking about detoxification, a lot of it was hormone based because again, you just you just um, put a um, just did a connector there that when you're in a relationship. Those are things that, you know, will make men go away or your family members go away who don't understand you. That's when those vows <clears throat> are very important. And you're saying, wait a minute, that's why I, um, might, I make sure that I educate not only women, but they significant other mother. I right. mean, now it's the time they doing like same sex, but being able to help you understand that, hey, am I willing to live? And when you're getting a woman of a certain age, are you willing to go through those things? Because as we age, your body starts deteriorating. That's right. And the things that you used to could do or what you neglected in your 20s and 30s, 40s, here I am, like I say, at 45, I'm like, oh my goodness, if I realize, um, I know we talked about, you know, um, when I talk about detoxification, when I'm talking about detoxification, exposing our bodies to, norm, to normal toxins that you didn't um wasn't aware of involuntarily is like the environment you go out and again depending on where you live if you look at the statistics if you go and um, search the statistics what is more um pertinent in your area you know is it breast cancer you know is it lung cancer oh, um, you know okay. being able to show that because when you look at it and see um just like when people i think it was um that if you got a lot of cattle and they have a lot of like cow manure, those are toxin buildup that we inhaling. So again, all that poop and you know that what comes around with being unsanitary with um, poop. The people who stay by um, stay beside those um, in the manufacturers, they got a lot of smoke and asbestos. You know, right, just checking up. Right. So checking on your demographic area, being able to see what diseases is pertinent for your area. And again, you want to be able to help identify, because I'm saying it, 
again, that when I looked at where I lived at and manufacturing was very high, a lot of them died from lung cancer. So some of my, you know, grannies and aunties, you know, the asbestos was very high back then. So being able to identify, hey, well, you know what, environmental, they wasn't their fault. They didn't know any, you know, they had to work. Right. So they wouldn't know about the toxin that you uh, come in contact with. And let's talk about even household stuff. Um, I just did a cancer detox back here um, on last year. And when we walked down and I helped educate them and expose them, cancer, cancer causing things, fingernail polish, you know, things called sulfate. Um, that I have a box like your um, bath and body works. Some of the bath and body works that in perfume that we put on, if they got sulfates in it, you want to be able to, uh, I mean, yeah, it's um, sulfur. You want to be able to look at that and try to eliminate those things, even though it smells so good, right? right. But we inhaling those things. And again, these things are getting in our lungs. And so when we thinking, Oh, well, she got lung cancer and she never smoked. It's not necessarily because she smoked, because that's all our mind being connected to is lung cancer right. and smoking because of the commercial. Lung cancer can also come from when you inhaling toxic buildups. Like I said, the environment, somebody with a bad muffler and you walking in that puff of smoke is not your fault. Um, I just said on um, carpet, you know, uh, especially if you stand on a low income, they're going to use the cheapest stuff. Those cheap things, uh, especially like our jumpsuits, those sweatsuits that we wear when yeah. working out, those are very hazardous. When you buy a toy for a child on the plastic, it says, warning can cause cancer. How many of us just throw the plastic away and discard it and you know, you're not worried about it? And I didn't know it until, like I said, I taught a class um, teaching um, toxin buildup for cancer. And that's when I realized, like, hey, look, you know, I had a fake boob because I brought a, um, a breast because um, I was talking about breast cancer. And when I brought it, when I purchased it off Amazon, it was in the same plastic with the warning sign on it. And I was like, hey, this is a prime example. We think we just get in these items, but look at the plastic it is containing. And when we open it up the plastic, we are inhaling those particles that are very artificial. Okay. So, Angela, I want to ask you something now. Um... I want, I want to give you a short testimony about just okay. what you said. And I also want to find out, um, do you provide any information about, like you said, the class? Because people really need to know that those who are interested in the toxin buildup. But before you answer that question, um, it makes me think right now, my father was a presser, you know, up in Philadelphia, he pressed clothes. And so, you know, my age now, so, you know, at back then, that was years ago. That was just like in um, basically the 60s or something like that. He was, he was a, a presser of clothes. He had lung cancer, never smoked a day in his life. Mm -hmm. And I guess because based on what you're saying right now, all he inhaled all the fumes from pressing the clothes mm -hmm. and everything. And after he had lung cancer, it metastasized. I think that's the right word, metastasized. Right. Uh -huh. And they had to amputate his leg. I mean, below his kneecap. But wow. just to think, he to make a living for us, he was building up, he was taking in all those toxins and everything. So I just wanted to share that because when mm -hmm. you were saying that, I was reminiscing, you know, about that's what was happening to my dad, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. Then it went into his bone. So is there any way that um, 
in the future or are you going to have any classes or anything that will be um you know talking about toxin buildup yeah well i host um class monthly uh, i host class monthly and last year i did i did i started doing um, classes from like february so every every month i would take a theme and like I said, um, prior to starting the video next month, which is February, is um, Heart Awareness Month. And of course, just for us having melanated skin, uh, we are number one at heart risk. And so with us being number one, what are some things that we can do to be able to um, to kind of lower our risk? You know, because mm -hmm. again, just for being African-American, we get certain diseases that another race doesn't. And That's because right. of that, um, you're talking about from high blood pressure, you're talking about cholesterol, you're um, talking about just cardiovascular period, because statistic, we women is number one um, over the gender, but black women is number one is for dying for those related causes. And again, contributing to that is our unhealthy eating habits, because what causes a heart attack? What causes high blood pressure? Salt. So I highly suggest that you know, making some simple changes is your salt. Because again, we love just regular iodine salt. Then we putting on Old Bay, we seasoning our food two or three times, adding all that extra salt to our food. Yeah. Um, even if we're using lips and seasoned salt. And again, the cheaper the food and think about well, how are you cooking your food? Um, now I know, you know, to use things like a more expensive oil or air fryer. But back then, you know, my, right. which was only a few years ago, you know, when you cook fish, you cooking it in a cheap peanut oil. And what you think that does, it's slowing the production now. So that's why I have this little diagram and it's showing the complicated and it's plaque buildup in between the veins and it's slowing oh. the arteries down. So you want your blood to flow nice and nice and freely because when it don't, it can cause a clot giving, causing you to have a stroke. Now you got to worry about another deficit. Now, depending on what side of the brain it hits, you know, that it affects. Now you have to worry about your deficits. You know, if you see people with drooping of the lip or twisted of the lip or one of their limbs, they're not able to move and they're having to be retalked through physical therapy, how to use that if they were to get that motor um, skill back up. And sometimes you know that they're dragging. I heard you said something about your father getting amputation. Again, those amputations, even if it led to diabetes, a lot of our diabetes, because we our, our diet is horrible with sugar. Um, I had this candy bar and I talked about it last night on there because if you get it, you think it's healthy, just a meal replacement. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're not looking at the ingredients, not just the nutrition fat, and that's what I teach as well, not just the nutrition fat, but right. teaching you the ingredients. And like I said, when I dissect this, it has three types of sugar. It has regular sugar. It has dextrose, which is the sugar we give diabetes when they're going through um, almost in a coma and we're trying to get them back, right. you know. With, and then they have fructose, which is the sugar that comes in the fruit. And because of this blueberry, it already has its natural fruit in it. So again, right now the epidemic is running called insulin resistance. And that's where we have those stubborn um, fatty areas where the, yeah. you see women and they have their big arms. You know, like why they arms look like, you know, bats so big at the top and smaller. Right. Or you're looking at the abdomen area and looking like they're pregnant, even though they, you know, right. way out of, you know, um, maternity age. And then, of course, it goes to their thighs. Um, if you notice that, that's why people are so excited about having when they say in a thigh gap, and a thigh gap just meaning the hour shape of the way the body is physically made, but cellulite 
contributes and um, sticks right there in the middle of the thighs, causing you your clothes your clothes to kind of rub and cause friction. Wow. And those are the yes, that's that's the buildup of cellulite. So again, that adipose mm. tissue is coming from those unhealthy diets that we're eating, and because we're not doing any activity, it's pooling in those unattractive areas. Like I talked about on my live last night, the bulging of the um, bra roll. I was like, what is that? Oh my goodness. I never would have thought to even look back there. How many of us really pay attention back there? Right, right. Only until I was trying on a fat, um, a snug fitting um, shirt and, um, and a dress. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I knew it because I had laid off. I get started getting off my grind and started back conserving and taking in meat and other unhealthy foods. So familiar foods, you all, we have to be popped on our hand and say that if I'm going to eat me an unhealthy diet, then what am I going to do? How long is it going to stay in my body? That is the million dollar question you need to ask. So you need to be pooping every day. I, that's why I'm the detoxologist nurse because I make sure my clients are pooping every day because you don't okay. want that toxic buildup. That toxic wow. buildup stays in your stomach causing other health issues. Mm. Um, you know, what makes me think too, Angela, is that um, for those of us that's in the kingdom, we know that, you know, God's word said, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Uh -huh. and, and it is so true, you know, and um, that's why basically my podcast is called If Has Power. Now we can sit here and hear you talk. We can take the notes, mm -hmm. but if we don't do anything, it's a decision is going to be made for us, basically, you know. So uh, what I've tried to do so far this year is go back to my old way, which really worked, um, even though I did have the fried chicken today. I know. I <laughs> because we went to, um, what's Cracker Barrel? And they got some yeah, fried chicken. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know when time, last time I fried some, because I have an air fryer now. But um, you remember the walk at home with Leslie um, Simone, or not Simone, but whatever her name is, but it's the walk at home program. Mm -hmm. It's just walking in place, but doing something, moving okay. and everything. And so that's why also I developed, um, I created the Less Stress to Success group because of Facebook group, because I know that along with our eating, we're doing bad eating. A lot of times it's emotional eating and we have a lot of stressors. And so it's so, so important that we, you know, um, try to keep the stress down as much as possible as well, you know? So what you, the information that you're giving us is just so valuable, but it's really only if we do it. And that's what it's all about too, you know? So, so is anything else? And, and like, as far as you said in Georgia, where is your um, spa at, your detox spa? Where is that located? Um, it's, it's located in the um, 32, 3296 um, Duluth, Georgia, Summer Ridge Parkway, Duluth, Georgia. Okay. And um, people can reach out to me online. I am the detoxologist nurse at, on all platforms, um, such as Facebook and Instagram. And I'm always dropping niggas. I'm always doing a smoothie or I'm doing something to kind of help. So if you were to make some small minor changes, you all, I know we all are creature of habits. So mm -hmm. if you make some small changes, you can add years on your life. And I'm saying that, you know, cause even it took a holistic doctor to tell me that Angie, if you get off third shift, 
you can minimize the number of your years on your life. I didn't know working third shift was causing you you to die early. So it's some yeah. things out there that statistically is proven. Um, like I said, only until I start having issues did I have to seek not just the traditional doctors because I don't want us to keep waiting until things happen. I right. want us to I help to um, create a preventive um, environment. So then you know that if you do this, then you won't have to worry about hearing your name, listening to, or uh, being connected to. Uh, oh, that's okay. That's a cute picture. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, my son was calling. So yeah. by doing it, you're, by connecting yourself to doing something that's right, you will have the. You will be able to inherit years on your life being able to perform better um living and like i said i'm just amazed with you and the things that you're doing because in our mind we associate age and we associate it with sitting down right. and so you are proof that oh. hey age is not stopping me just because statistically that's what we connected to and again you you just changed the narrative for us because again some of us in our 20s and 30s we still making excuses and you mean to tell me you gracefully aging at 70 and you uh aware and you know with technology and you doing it so that let us know then you have to do the ill and you have to add action to it so if you act now this will we have you will inherit the land so thank, thank you thank you angie you know what that is just beautiful and i really appreciate that because um the thing is is that my first episode on my podcast it is called gen merging and the gen merging is exactly what's happening now the mm -hmm. young which is you and the older which mm -hmm. is me mm -hmm. we merge together you understand because we all need each other. We really do, you know. And the thing is, is that age is only but a number. And I'm trying to prepare the way for you all to say, you know, like just what you're saying, change the narrative, you know. Um, because the thing is, is that if you put God first, Matthew 6 and 33, I mean, that is my life right there. Okay. To seek God, his way, his righteousness, the way he does things. I'm telling you, your life will be abundant. But I'm, you know what? It is so important for us to manage our emotions, to um, um, be responsible for the choices that we make. And everything does start in our mind. And I want to tell you something, Angie, you are a blessing to be able to teach. Now, how do you teach that class? Is it on um, um, Zoom or is it, how is it? Yeah, um, just... Well, I do it two ways. I can do one-on-one, -on -one, which meaning that people, you know, they come to me and they tell me what it is they want. And if it's um, something that's, uh, of course, cost-effective, you know, for them, then they go ahead and enroll. And I do what I call a 21-day detox. And that mean I'm taking through, they, through their journey. Um, my track record has been very successful in reducing the ladies that potentially would have been on high blood pressure. Um, my ladies end up being from, um, I've seen a better success with people that's over the age of 40 because they know time is on our hands. So my <laughs> ladies are 50. I just had a lady that was 57 um, and she's not on any medication and she's a cancer survivor. Okay. So when um, I have another one that she's 50, she was going to be on high blood pressure medicine. She ended up losing like um six what for in between 45 to 65 pounds by changing our eating habits and right. again the thing is 
everybody hates a diet. And the reason why we hate it, because if you're taking fried foods out, what can I have? Right. What can I eat? And right. so by detoxing and you cleaning all that sludge out, I'm not saying that I don't eat meat because I still do. But when I go and eat meat, I'm doing it on a, on a better spectrum now. Uh, like you're saying, doing air fries and uh, grilled more than doing more fried foods that's right. going to slow the build up for high blood, right. high cholesterol. Um, so that's how I do it. And then I do have like group coaching and um, because I, my church got had, got me because I always attack the church, especially with them homecoming plates and let them know, hey, you contributing, you contributing to that's these right. African-Americans. And we wondering why African-Americans, you know, we have that family member or that gentleman at the church that dragging his leg or arm or yeah. that's got a reputation or that has high blood pressure, but he got a big protruding stomach. We are contributing in our place. Our place way more than newborn babies. Shame the devil, tell the truth, shame the devil. That our place true. are hard. I play so hard, but it's a it's a video, and I want you to watch it, Miss Cheryl, and you give me your feedback on it. It's on YouTube. It's called Generation X. Generation X. Generation X, and it, this is um where the lady, an Asian lady, she's going, she's a reporter, and she's going to these African American communities, and she's you know seeing the generation. And this young girl was like thirteen years old, you know, had gained weight, and then her father had the nerve to say. Um, he said, well, I don't understand, you know, she healthy because in our mind, in the African-American community, we associate not being on medication as healthy. Even though she was overweight, she's 13 years old, weighing like two something, but he associated that. And I was like, wow, that's, that's how we've been living. Yeah. Because even though I had a bad diet, which I didn't know was bad at the time, even though I was eating unhealthy, long as I still was okay and wasn't on medication, because I could have could have reversed things right. once I was 40. But because I didn't know, even though I was working out and I was losing weight and looking amazing, feeling great, I didn't know what was hit for, what was prepared for me down the line. So right. if I had known, then I would have been able to save myself, you know, for fighting these thyroid issues, you know, having right. hair breakage, losing hair, and again, right. self-esteem issues. Right. You know, a right. lot of us, right. you know, we got to reconnect with that person in the mirror. But, you know, Angela, I'm gonna say this before we go. Um, God trusts you with that trouble. He trusts you with that test because he knew that you was going to have a testimony to help change a lot of the ways of what people have been doing for a long time. Mm -hmm. So nothing was wasted. And that's why we go through our mess so we can have a message and you have a good one. So just Aww. blessings over you and yours, okay? Thank you so much. And thank you for being my guest. I love <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. Miss Sharon, thank you so very much. And I'm going to take a quick picture of you and I. Okay. And the, the reason why I want to screenshot it, the not only show our um, podcast sisters and brothers, but because I'm so impressed and God used you because, you know, like I said, somebody who I don't even know met in a group and look at the connection and you just like an auntie so you know what i'm still calling you auntie cheryl if you don't mind because i, I appreciate mind. god for being a, you being a cousin i'm getting teary-eyed about it because i you know just when i thought god had forgotten me he used you and i appreciate that i'm dead it thank, thank you. you sweetheart blessings okay mm -hmm. you taking a picture now huh oh yes ma'am okay, okay. i'll do it one more time one two three okay <laughs> Thank you so much, Andy. Mm -hmm.
Mm -hmm. Thank you. Let me me stop the recording now. So everybody, you know what we need to do. So if you don't mind, pass this on to other people that may need to hear it or see it. And the reason why I can say to see it now, because we also have a um, YouTube video of this podcast that's going to be available so you can pass it on and then you can see our guest angie lee and then also it's going to be the contact information her website that will have everything there and you can you know contact her or you may be in the area of georgia in duluth and um, you may just want to stop by and see her okay so blessings to all of you thank you so much for taking part of this podcast, um, the YouTube video, and please subscribe to my podcast as well. Subscribe to my um, YouTube video. This is something different I'm doing, you guys, all right? So I'm just trying to pass it on because I want to tell you something. It's all about legacy. Once I pour out everything that I'm learning, because as I'm learning, I'm teaching, and I just want to be a blessing to other people and so that... As the Lord said, when we learn better, well, he didn't say that part. He just said, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Now that's word. Be blessed, everybody. And I'll talk to you later.